Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to another series of our in influential uh, employees and employee advocacy series with Analytica and Tribal Impact. And today we're delighted to be joined by Ben Arnolf, who's the Senior Product Director at uh, for Analytics at Oracle. So a very warm welcome to you, Ben. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Sarah, for inviting me. I'm really, really happy to be here. Oh. Is it... Yeah, it is. I, I wonder whether it's a, a good start. It's just to introduce a little bit about you and where you're at. We've just been having a bit of a conversation about that, haven't we? You've travelled quite a bit. Where you're living now, <laughs> what sure, you do for sure. Oracle, that'd be good. Should I do it in French? Because I think Tim uh, made like some studies at a Sorbonne in Paris, right, Tim? Oh, look, so you've obviously done your research. If you started doing it in French, that would show me up because my French is, is, is very kind of broken fluent. So uh, um, I, think, I think you should stick to English, but add, add the old French word in there and keep, keep everyone on their toes. Yeah, go Perfect. On so I'm going to do a quick introduction. Um, I will say that everything that I'm going to say today, it's my view. So it's not the, the, about my corporation. Um, I come from the south of France. So my name is Ben or Benjamin Arnulf. I'm senior director of product strategy for Oracle Analytics. Um, I moved from the south of France when I was 24 years old to Dublin in Ireland, uh, close to London and, and the UK. I worked for the Hertz Corporation for a bit of time in Ireland. Then I moved to the New York, New Jersey area where I implemented Hyperion Planning, OBIEE, um, Oracle Cloud. And then I moved to the Florida area in Florida, I went a little bit more. I implemented Tableau, Tableau Server, Power BI. I used different uh, business intelligence systems. I did some uh, financial consolidation. And finally, I implemented Oracle Analytics Cloud. And because it was very successful, Oracle asked me to join uh, the product strategy, basically to, uh, to take care of all our customers and to provide them an update on the vision, the strategy, the roadmap, uh, but also get their product feedback. So we are uh, building basically a custom fit analytic solution. That's really very good, isn't it? It's like you've but you've been the implementer, you've been the practitioner, and now <laughs> you're you can, you've walked in the shoes of your customers, and now you're on the side of the the vendor. That's a exactly. fabulous story. <laughs> and now you're That's in a sunny Florida. So. And now I'm in Florida, back and forth before COVID with the Silicon Valley and, and San Francisco, but yeah, in the sunny Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, so in that role, and uh, obviously this is about sort of social media and employee advocacy. Um, so what part did social media play? When did you decide to, uh, to really sort of go into social media? And can you talk a bit about the sort of journey of like when you started and, and, and where you are now? Yeah, so it has been really, really early. I will say like LinkedIn was up 2002 or 2004. And I will say that maybe close to 2006, I started to use uh, LinkedIn because I'm a little bit introvert, I will say. Uh, I was an analyst, financial analyst, um, financial manager, uh, and a little bit shy to connect with people outside of my box. So my goal was really to uh, um, go out of my comfort zone. And I started every day to say, okay, Ben, just go to LinkedIn, create a profile and connect with two to three people every day. So I started to do that. And my goal first was to connect with people, hear about them, uh, share my experience. One of my favorite quotes is um, the secret of happiness is helping others. So I wanted really to use LinkedIn to help intern, help others to move from maybe 
uh, France, to London, to Dublin. Uh, it was at a time where we have a lot of unemployment uh, in, in France. And basically doing that every day, every morning I wake up, boom, I look at the news on LinkedIn, connect with few people. It became an habit. And I started to have a network of 1,000 people, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, and so on and so on. And I will say, obviously, it's really started to um, to go up after helping more and more people. I got like maybe one, two messages per day. I took really the, um, I will say the, um, yeah, the hygiene to really uh, answer all the different uh, people every day. And then what I did was really to go um, on LinkedIn, uh, on Twitter, and try to promote some content. So at what point did you start introducing Twitter into your mix, Ben? Was it for the same reason as using LinkedIn, or was it? did you find Twitter a different sort of platform for a different purpose? So Twitter, I will say, it really started um, to follow a little bit more of people that I like in the AI, data, and analytic industry. It was really more to get some news um, initially, more than, than sharing news. But as soon as I joined Oracle, I started like everybody to share more and more news to, uh, to, uh, to Twitter also. But I'm more linking that Twitter. Okay. Now, that's interesting. I think that it's, it's also quite interesting. You did this off your own back. And for me, what's coming up is the is that you you were doing it to help others. That was your absolute motivation. There was nothing mm -hmm. in there about selling. There's nothing about, you know, you've done this because you wanted to help others and you saw social as a platform to do that. Is yeah. that a correct <laughs> assumption? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. And, and so, so you started that and, and did you, when did you start thinking this is a powerful platform you know, for Oracle? Or was it, was it something that you just wanted to do anyway or did you, did, did you have a strategy that this is going to be great for personal and business at, at the beginning? I will say that it really started when I was at, uh, at the Hertz Corporation. I implemented some business intelligence system. And I will say that when I started to implement Tableau, uh, I saw on social media, on LinkedIn and Twitter, that when I started to share my successful implementation with Tableau, I got a lot of engagement, a lot of clicks, a lot of likes. And I was like, okay, a lot of people ask me now, how did I implement Tableau server? How do I connect to multiple data sources? How I, I transform the business at, at Hertz? Um, so that was the first thing where I was, okay, maybe I can use that to promote the success of my company. At that stage, it was really Hertz. And you know that Hertz, uh, the rental car company, we got some trouble uh, recently. So it was really a way to show like, maybe we have some depth, maybe we have some trouble, but, Outside of that, we are executing perfectly. All the teams are doing like a lot of effort to reduce the spend, to increase the revenue. Everything else is really helping. Um, and I was finding a way to really promote what we did, what did hurt, the excellent service they provided, uh, what they did also with analytics, because we are we were ahead of a lot of different companies in terms of analytics, business intelligence, augmented analytics, and more. And when I started also to do the implementation of Oracle Analytics Cloud and Autonomous Data Warehouse, uh, Oracle promoted me as a customer with this successful implementation. And when Oracle started to promote me, I saw thousands of people from <laughs> Fortune 100 <laughs> company contacting me and, ben, and say, Ben, how did you do to implement Oracle Analytics Cloud, do financial in real times, do spend analytics? 
And I got like literally harassed. And it's where I say, okay, maybe I should be a little bit more present uh, and post a little bit more on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, but obviously not something professionally. It's not something where every day I'm like, okay, how do I create a nice post? Uh, no, it's more to share my passion about AI, data, and analytics. Do you know, I love that though, Ben, because that is, um, I'm, I'm sure somebody else said this in one of our chats, Tim, about, you know, the more that you give, give, the more that you get. So if you if you stop spending time trying to craft the perfect post and have I done my post today, you know, tick, tick, tick. If you just focus <laughs> on actually being passionate about the topics, then it kind of works. So, oh, Yeah, no. I, I, I absolutely love that because... Yeah, a lot of people talk about like paying it, paying it forward, yeah. and uh, and I and I think it's I I think once you've done it, you, everyone realizes. But it's quite hard to tell someone that might not be comfortable in social media. What what I love about your story is you got picked up by a customer advocacy program that Oracle mm-hmm. were working uh, to create stories about you know, the perfect customer because you seem like you know it's a dream as a as a software yeah. vendor for, to have a customer like to talk about how they're knitting all of your products together to achieve amazing things uh, mm-hmm. and you obviously gained massive visibility in a in a niche community so that I, I thought that was a really cool story and I have to say that I have to give now that you say that I have to give kudos to uh, Bruno Aziza and Joe Fitz um, they recruited me when I was at Oracle, uh, when I was at Hertz. Uh, they said, Ben, you have a lot of passion, a lot of energy, you love data, you love analytics. Uh, we are rebuilding Oracle Analytics from the ground. Uh, we want really to show that uh, what our product is, because right now it was a little bit invisible. And Bruno Aziza, which is like an ex-business object, he did like almost all the startup. Now Bruno is at Google. Uh, Joey Fitz is my VP now at Oracle and is revolutioning analytics at Oracle. So kudos to them because they say, if we want customers to like analytics, we need to bring a successful customer in front of them and help them. And it was their idea. So it was not mine. <laughs> oh, Amazing. And, and actually, uh, so on Let's Go, we did a tech report uh, focusing on employees and the most influential employees in the tech industry. And you came out as your number two on the subject matter experts and number four in augmented analytics. So you obviously took that a stage further and you've really built your audience on LinkedIn and Twitter. So yeah, I'd love to hear more sort of uh, stories over the past couple of years about how it's showing up in your, your business and personal life. And I also saw a personal tweet about France you know winning the rugby just just in the last weekend which uh, uh which, which is amazing so you're obviously yeah. <laughs> like living and breathing personal and business you know through your through your accounts yeah my account is mainly twitter is mostly i will say half business half personal uh so it's not really to promote my company it's really to promote analytic and business intelligence um linking something if i'm more speaking right now about oracle uh, it's because I'm working for Oracle, but it's also because I love Oracle Analytics. But in the past, I was speaking a little bit more about Tableau, uh, sometimes about Power BI, sometimes about SQL Server, uh, Oracle ERP, SBase, and more. Um, to answer a little bit more your question about how it started, really, I will say when I crossed the level of 10,000 uh, connection in LinkedIn, I started to see that every time I was posting, I got a lot of engagement. And it was a little bit funny because I see on Twitter some people which have like maybe 30,000, 50,000 followers. But when they post something, they have two likes or six likes. 
where in LinkedIn, when I post something, sometimes I have 300 likes, 50,000 views, uh, and the tipping point where when I really passed 10,000 connection, I started to be invited to different webinars uh, from different companies uh, to speak in front of different people. And more I spoke, more people asked me to connect. And uh, one of the key events was the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit, um, where I have been invited to speak about the implementation of Oracle Analytics and Tableau at Hertz. Uh, and I remember that um, Oracle and Gartner invited me. After this webinar, it was like just crazy. I got like <laughs> two, 3,000 connections. Um, <laughs> people are asking me things about Gartner, uh, people asking me about more about the trend in analytics. So I became from Oracle Tableau to really like a little bit more about advising on other stuff. But again, I'm not a professional influencer. And when I opened the report from Onalatica, I was really surprised because I saw a lot of people that I knew that are not a professional influencer. Nobody pay them to share. They really share by passion. And seeing one of the reports from your system, and I don't know your system perfectly, but from your solution, um, showing almost like graph analytics of the people that are spending time of their life to share their passion more than just taking like um, some uh, some budget from different companies to, to share a product was for me amazing. So I will have to uh, touch base with you, team, about this solution because I want to maybe get a trial or, or something like that. Well, thank I think, you. I mean, I, oh. sorry, go, go for it, sir. No, go on. No. Well, I, I just, there was going to be one sentence. I'll, I'll let you um, uh, sub chime in, but it was, we're not trying to surface people that are being paid to, to, to talk about certain things. What what I think Sarah and I are passionate about is just people like you who are passionate about a certain niche expertise and and you know their passion is flowing into social media, but you're obviously getting the personal and business opportunities. So mm -hmm. to highlight you know people like you is what is why we do this series and um, and so that's great. And interestingly as well, you have influence but quite often the people who have influence don't realize they've got influence. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the that's the lovely thing, which is why we're talking to people like you because you just share your passion. And as a consequence of that, you build community, you build influence and people are interested and they want to hear from you. And, you know, and it's all, <laughs> or, or, can I say it, authentic. <laughs> Yeah. We try not to say it, but I can't help I, it. I only I take the piss out of Sarah because uh, <laughs> it's a, it, it's one of the buzzwords of the industry. Um, but it, it's just it's just uh, like a funny thing that uh, that that I think. But yeah. it's amazing. I mean, Sarah's talked about community, and I was really interested to see your your article about the you know the Oracle Analytics you know community that you I think you posted in August last year. And yeah. is this like, because we love community and you're obviously trying to build a community, community. Can you speak a bit more about like what made you start that and how it's going? Yeah, so my, my first thing was when I was working at uh, Hertz, I didn't have a lot of people from Oracle contacting me from product management to speak about the product. So when I joined Oracle, my goal was really to say, okay, let's speak to the customer. Let's let's engage with them to know what they want from us, from the product. And it was really good timing because um, 2020 has been skyrocketing for Oracle Analytics. We saw, um, I would say, a majority of Fortune 500 companies implementing Oracle Analytics Cloud. 
So I started with leader community. I don't call them customers uh, because they are not customers. They are really leaders. They are really taking analytic data, AI to really uh, make a revolution in their company, solve a lot of issues. And I cherry pick all of them, all the best of our customers because we have thousands and thousands analytic customers. But I cherry pick the best of them to have a cadence call every 10 weeks with each of them one by one. And I got already more than 700 calls in the 15 past month. So it has been a lot of discussion. Uh, I'm trying to do like the Forrester Gartner approach, which is really call, call people, call the customer, know what they want. And um, when they are part of this call, they are part of this huge community. And the goal was really to say, okay, if you are an introvert also, go outside of your box, like I did when I, I, I was at Hertz. And let's connect you to Andre from HSBC, to Mike from FedEx. Let's connect you uh, on different network calls with each other. So you are not only contacting Ben at Oracle Analytics to get best practices or get like an insight on the feature of the roadmap, but let's connect you with all the top leaders in your industry or sometime outside of your industry and speak with them so you can benchmark yourself and understand a little bit more if you are really good in advance or not. And most of them, it's funny because they are almost at the same level in terms of innovation, but they always think they are really at the bottom, you know? And when I tell them, no, you are doing the same as him and you are like uh, five years ahead of the competition and blah, blah, blah. So this OA leader community, it's one of the best thing uh, we started at Oracle with Joey Fitz and, it's, and with Bruno. And it's, it's something which is amazing. And since we started that, we see massive number of people switching from other solutions that I love to, uh, but they, they come on, on Oracle and IT Cloud and it's very successful. So that you become almost like a facilitator of the conversation then, a community yeah. manager. Did you yeah. say you only started that last August? Did I hear that correct? No. So last August, I published the first, uh, I will say, um, LinkedIn article about it. Okay. But I started it really few months after I joined Oracle. And I joined Oracle now one year and 10 months. So I will say I started maybe this community, I, I will say, I, let's say almost two years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it has been like amazingly successful. And very good momentum. I think I joined Oracle just when Oracle is starting to become a tech giant. So I'm very, very grateful for that and really happy. That's almost next level social media, that is, isn't it? I mean, there's one thing becoming influential. There's one thing actively managing your brand and connecting and having conversations. But actually managing a community is next level, I yeah. think. That is really, really interesting. Yeah, because so, because you've got you're obviously in a product role, so they're going to give you lots of feedback and and going to help you set the roadmap, which which of course like is is uh, is understood. Mm -hmm. What what other benefits are you getting from them? Are you creating some social content? Are you you're, are there lots of other benefits? I mean, I'm sure there's tons of benefits like in in creating the community. What 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 more indirect benefits have you have you had? So we have a lot of benefits. Uh, if they want to join the community, they can speak uh, at different webinars for us, speak with our uh, senior VP, speak on different events. We can get their story on oracle.com. 
And then I will say we have 12 other benefits in our program, um, but it's confidential. It's part of a product strategy. And if I share it now, then you will have all other competitors being more successful than us. So I will keep it, uh, I will keep it confidential. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. And I, I think also having... It, it gives trust, I think, to the community yeah. when they know that there's somebody who's been in their shoes um, and understands their journey. I think that's great. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I'm quite interested to learn a bit about how you manage your social activity because you are quite active on Twitter mm -hmm. and LinkedIn um, and you create your own content. And, yeah. you know, how have you got a formula for this that people listening mm -hmm. can, you know, is there a magic formula or is it just so embedded into your habit that you don't really think about it anymore? But um, so I would say first, it's all becoming like two connections. So I always connect every day. Now I connect maybe every day to 10 people. Uh, okay. I always say, okay, today I hear about Oracle working with an over company or I hear about Elasticsearch or Talent or something else. Boom, I will go connect with people on this company and start to sometime engage. Uh, every morning I'm opening my phone and I also reply to people on LinkedIn. I should not say that because I'm sure I'm going to have more people messaging me, but um, <laughs> people asking for referral, ask, asking for advices, asking on how to improve their LinkedIn, asking questions about data and analytics. Uh, I reply to everyone. I don't care if it's CIO, CFO, if you are an intern, I reply to everyone. Sometimes it's taking two, three days. Uh, the most painful time, it's when it's my birthday, because if you take 1% of a network of 25,000 people, you imagine it's just crazy. <laughs> so uh, that is painful, but I try to reply to everyone. Uh, then the second thing, um, every morning, obviously, I wake up and I look maybe for five minutes Twitter news on data, AI, analytics, cloud services. Same thing for LinkedIn, uh, I like. I just try to engage with other people. Uh, even sometimes if it's the competition, if I see a competitor having an award, I will just say congratulations. I'm not um, competing really on social network. I'm competing with our product. Uh, our product, if it's the best, we are going to be the best. I don't need to, uh, to kill necessarily the competition. Um, and then I will say that another habit that I have, it's really quality over quantity. I know some people try to um, retweet everybody all the time, uh, like everybody, post every day. They have agreed on when the best time to, to post on social media. On my side, I, I would say I post rarely more than twice a week, um, usually on Tuesday or Friday. Tuesday, it's because after a busy Monday, people have maybe a little bit more time to look at their social media on Tuesday. And Friday, because when you have like a busy week, you need always uh, at lunchtime to take a little break and, and see what's going on. Um, so usually I try to, to post at this time, but I never post if I have nothing to share. Same thing in life. If I have nothing interesting to say, <laughs> I just shut up. <laughs> so I will say for <laughs> social media, it's exactly the same, same style. I will stay quiet if I don't have a lot to say. Uh, but... I have been having like some posts which are really, really successful. And one thing that I'm doing because I'm a geek and an analytic leader, I record and I log all my posts on an Excel file. Oh, and then no. I analyze that with my Oracle analytic tool to understand how many likes, views did I get, how many comments, what's the ranking over my past year. I started to do that with Oracle. 
Um, and I was able to track that in one year and 10 months, I generated 1 million of views with my post for Oracle, um, hundreds of thousands of likes, uh, 5,000 comments, and I'm able to understand what people want to hear from me. And it's mm. funny, sometimes it's more about data and analytics, but sometimes it's just to get some news from me because I'm not the, the first one to call my friends. So, no. <laughs> so I, guess, I guess they see me on social at least, yeah. I think that's amazing. I think you've been by far the most analytical out of everyone. That so we've interviewed a lot of your know, tech leaders and subject matter experts that are very very focused on tech. But your analysis, you know, has has blown all of them out of the water. It's amazing. <laughs> but it, it makes absolute sense, doesn't it? And then you can understand what content your audiences want to hear from you about. So that's it's amazing. Yeah. I yeah, love and, it. The, and, the, and the audience change. For example, I took your amazing report that you did on 250,000 employees, I think, Tim and, and Sarah. And I took this report. I started to connect with everybody, all the top leaders in 5G, in data, AI, big data, and others. Started to engage with some of them. And I started to saw that they are looking for different type of posts. So same thing. Every time I connect with new people, I have different people wanting to know different things. So your type of report are really changing the, the game and I'm looking for the next one. If I'm there or not, I don't care, but very interesting one, yeah. yeah I, I no. just, oh yeah, go Sorry, go, go for it, sorry. Go no, for I'm it. gonna write it down so I don't forget. That's fine, no, it's okay. No, no, please, <laughs> ladies first. I went first. Like that. <laughs> I, I really uh, like the way that you're using well, probably what you what you tell your customers, you use the data to inform your content strategy. Because I was going to ask, you know, how how do you kind of, you post on a Tuesday, Friday kind of when you feel that you've got something to say. But I was kind of thinking, you know, how do you mix up the content type? Because you talk a lot about Oracle, you talk a little bit about the rugby, but we won't talk about that. Um, you know, and you talk, you know, you mix it up a little bit, which is lovely because it makes it a bit more personal and human. But the fact that you're using your data analysis as well to inform your content direction, yeah, that's the most advanced we've ever had on the on this. This is really good. Mm. Thank you. So how how do you? So what I find interesting is when someone says I got fifty likes on a post, it sounds a bit pathetic to senior management because you know everyone's talking about like social media and 50 likes, but when you can quantify it into over a million views and, you know, just thousands of engagements and hundreds of thousands of likes, how do you, I mean, how do you talk about this to Oracle senior management? And do you know what audience are engaging and do you like analyze that side of it? Or do you just feel like it's been successful and you don't subtract exactly who's engaging with your content no i will say i share with some of the management and marketing what i'm doing they know what i'm doing and they are happy about it but there is no um, i will say on my side there is no strategy to internally at oracle on my side to try to boost that now you know that uh, product marketing at oracle is one of the most successful in terms of marketing for from all tech companies so I'm pretty sure they have a, a strong strategy on it, but I will not communicate on that. Mm. So, so in terms of in terms of your audience, you got twenty five thousand people following you on LinkedIn and and three thousand on Twitter. Do you, are you aware of who that represents? You mentioned CIOs, CFOs. Do, yes. do, do you do you know who makes up that audience, or have yes. a feeling? 
again, I have been very analytic. So on each <laughs> post, I'm clicking on the detail on LinkedIn and I'm copying uh, with LinkedIn Plus all the top 10 audience for the role, the location, the company. And I created a dashboard in Oracle Analytics and I posted, I believe in LinkedIn and make a little bit of buzz. And I saw that, for example, my top audience were Google, Amazon, uh, Cisco, if I remember, Deloitte, Gartner, and few others. Um, in terms of audience, it was really a, a mixed bag, I will say. It was executive, but also analyst and others. And in terms of location, India, Europe, France, Germany, UK, the top three, uh, and Italy a little bit, and then uh, US, the, the main big one with India and China. Yeah. You know your audience, don't you, Ben? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think that's a really cool that's a really cool tip actually because yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, you know, through Analytica we have lots of audience analytics and and sort of location, but I I never I never actually um, uh, you know have heard people maybe look at that on a granular basis. I don't know whether you have, Sarah. To obviously people can look at their posts, but to be able to check at each time and just get a sense of whether your content's resonated with certain roles, I think is a really good. Thing that every individual can take away. There, there is a guy on LinkedIn called John Aspirian who absolutely picks apart every one of his posts. Um, and I think he uses something called Shield Analytics. I don't know, you know, I think it's, it's a plugin that you can put on LinkedIn. And I'm not advocating that because I'm always a bit nervous about these platforms but um but he he does that so I do know so there are some people that do you know that really try to get to the bottom of the algorithm but um, he certainly understands his audience and what what works, and it does make sense. And I and I love the po the point you made, Ben, about you're all about the quality, not the quantity. Do you know? Mm -hmm. If I haven't got anything to say, I just won't say it. I wish someone would tell my daughter that, to be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's a separate thing. And in LinkedIn, I will say that I use this philosophy in LinkedIn a little bit less, maybe in Twitter. Um, in Twitter, I, I post a little bit more, but as you saw, maybe Tim and Sarah, I talk about sometimes sport, sport analytics, and sometimes a lot of um, data for good, uh, which is like, uh, for example, there is a very good group in UK doing the makeover Monday. They ask people to take a very good cause with a data set on HIV in Africa or something else and try to say, take this data set, do analytics on top of that to show how the HIV is impacting different people differently in terms of diversity. So I'm trying to do a little bit of that. And also on Twitter, I will not say politic, but most to raise my voice and I will say the, um, my network about, for example, stop hate crime of Asia uh, in, in the US, or for example, uh, what's happening in, in Myanmar, in Burma, uh, to stop this type of thing. So I will say more about personal things uh, to ensure that we live in a better world. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's good guiding principles, that, Ben. I love that, because um, you also, you're also passionate about animals, aren't you, and animal welfare, which, yes. I, yeah, which that's I saw. My sweet so, spot. <laughs> yeah, I, but I love... Yeah, I love it because you've, you've earned the role and you've obviously developed your community and now you're pushing it for, you know, everything like passions, like sport and and like a lot of good stuff, as well as obviously working for Oracle because obviously they pay you. Uh, and so it's yeah, just great to see how, you've, how you're doing it on all fronts uh, yeah, and is obviously you know, a passion of yours, which makes you show up. So it, it, it's just pleasing to see when people do it 
through passion rather than necessarily through the drive of business. Yeah. Yeah. I, one more, one more question from me, Ben, if you don't mind, um, is about how you create content. Cause also what's coming across very clearly here is that you do everything right. So you are the one that replies to messages. You haven't got some assistant that's like doing this for you. You are all in fully yourself. I think have I read that correctly? I think I have, haven't I? I will say yes and no, Sarah, but it's a oh. good question. I will say, um, First, we have always to remember that you have other people influencing us. So even if I create content, I take some ID and I will name maybe four or five people. Uh, I will start with Bruno Aziza again. He's posting every day. Bruno is reading book for me, basically. He's reading, he's spending his night reading book about AI analytics. Then the morning he posts and then I'm like, hmm, yeah, that is good. He's summarizing the information for me. So Bruno Aziza, head of Google uh, for data and analytics, is one of the best influencers for me in terms of AI and analytics. So shoot out to him. Um, then I will say someone a little bit more in the quality than quantity. It's Bruno Agensta from Salesforce Tableau. Uh, Bruno Agensta is the product chief product officer uh, for Tableau. Uh, I follow him really silently, not stalking, but silently. Uh, he's doing always like amazing posts on the product. He's showing the product with animated GIF, with uh, the new feature, more product management, product strategy, product uh, uh, focus. And he's a huge influencer for me and he's very successful. So um, again, I take a lot of influence from him. Uh, then uh, you have two analysts. Um, you probably know her. It's Rita Salam from Gartner. Uh, she invited me uh, to the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit, which is one of the most influential uh, summit in the world. I follow Rita. She discovered the trend for augmented analytics, X analytics. She's predicting, for example, that we will not have any more dashboard in the future. So it's a little bit like Apple telling you that you don't have any more USB or CD-ROM player on the MacBook. So Rita is, is really seeing stuff happening in the next five years, 10 years. So I follow her a lot and take a lot of ideas from her. And then the last one or two last one, I will say uh, Noel, Johanna from Forrester, same thing. He's speaking to a lot of customers and I listen to everything he say, discuss some time and, and learn a lot. And then finally, um, I took example on Larry Ellison, because if you want to create content, you have to see what he's doing. You have even Elon Musk uh, going to Hawaii to get some influence from him. So uh, for me, it's the top influencer in the world. And I take a lot of ideas from that. So I create my own content doing my own analytic. I, I use Oracle Analytics every day, take data sets, try to show people what we can do but also look at all these people and try to understand what's next in AI and analytic and try to share that with my network because maybe they don't follow Bruno, maybe they don't follow uh, Francois or, or um, Rita. I try to share that. And then obviously when you have uh, Larry Ellison sharing one of my dashboard at Oracle Open World and you share that on internet, obviously you have like 50,000 views <laughs> yeah. and it's helping to create content. But yes, I create content, but I have also an amazing team. You can speak to Emily Sivkovsky from my team, Isabel Nuage, uh, Beth Popham, uh, Jacques Dish, Rich, uh, also from um, the Oracle product strategy team, Joey Fitz, which uh, just spoke with uh, Harvard Business Review and wrote an article with uh, Dave Davenport. So I think that it's helping to have this type of 
amazing executive and senior manager and produ uh, product manager people uh, showing me the path on how to do better sharing. So it's not only about me. I don't want to do a, a number break today. It's really about the team and and over influencer. Yeah. <laughs> You are such a humble guy, Ben. I think it's so lovely. I yeah, it takes. A it also it, it sounded like an Oscar acceptance speech. Oh, it as well. did. It was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was, feel uh, like I yeah. need to connect with all of them. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's amazing. And so you you don't use any automation in no. your in your posting. No zero. Because I know that if um, so, Dave Perry uh, from WSP. Uh, uh, listens into a lot of these and uh, sometimes live sometimes on demand and i know that he would be asking about you know whether you schedule posts whether you uh whether you use any automation but so you're so you're purely just showing up when you want to show up yes no automation you know i don't like too much automation so i mean not for social media i prefer organic and same thing for connection i prefer organic connection than paying for it or so i, I truly believe in uh, yeah, connect organic connection, organic post. Uh, the only, I will say, semi-automation uh, that I do, it's going when I post something on LinkedIn, taking my post and repost it or reshare it to different groups. But again, it's not automation per se. It's it's me just sharing. Yeah. yeah. What a fabulous story, Ben. Honestly, I think, yeah, the fact that you understand your audience, you've built your community over time, you've done it in a... Um, a phased way but yeah I just think it's a it's a superb story there's a lot of people out there that are still a little bit sort of skeptical about stepping into this and they especially technical audiences because they're yeah. a bit worried for example like giving things away um, you know giving away secrets and you know don't want to get into trouble and um, yeah. but also they think maybe I don't have time for it so can you have you got any advice for that for folks that sort of sat on the fence, like want to try it, but not quite sure where to start. Yeah, I will say that the big thing it's don't try to be, a, a, I mean, it's an advice that I will say, don't don't tell yourself, oh, I have to become a YouTuber. I have to get like this fancy mic and I get to get like this, uh, all these different things. You don't have to start and be a, a YouTuber. You can just be yourself, share your passion. If you like cats, share cat on Twitter. If you like dogs, share it. If you like Onalatica because they did like a report and they just do a shootout, just reshare it. Uh, just share what you like, what you love. And over time, it's going to grow and you will have one fan, two fan, three fan. Right now, I will say, um, I heard Tim just before you say, oh, 50 likes could be for some people pathetic, but I will not say like there is never anything on my side. I'm not saying you say something bad but i will say there is nothing pathetic at all but sharing your passion so i will say even if you have low audience low people start small but obviously when you have team and sarah helping you with some report and and you cross the, the line of twenty-five thousand connection because of that uh yeah after you can invest like in a virtual background like this <laughs> this type <laughs> <Yeah>. of things <laughs> so you should everyone like, everyone didn't didn't notice ben like, it's only <laughs> it's only now that they realized yeah, yeah but for the record that really is ben's background because i did yeah. ask i was like have you seriously got palm trees in your garden because that is um <laughs> i wouldn't be sat in the office i'd be sat in the garden but apparently it is but that is a screen that is a picture of your background that you've kept up there correct yeah i took i took just a picture so i don't have to clean my laptop i don't <laughs> I have to clean my brilliant. screen everything <laughs> looks neat and and the last advice that i will say also it's um uh, 
I work in Dublin in Ireland. Uh, I travel a lot in Europe. I work also in the New York area. One thing it's always to remember uh, who was your connection before, who helped you to build your career, who helped you to build your audience. And uh, for example, last week, yeah, it was last week, I did a webinar uh, in French um, to, to because I'm French and I want to also my country to be better in data, AI and analytics. I want to promote people from my country. I work with a lot of people from UK. I want to do the same, promote them like Andre from HSBC, uh, Cathy from Home Office, uh, Lisbeth from Aon and others and continue for the same thing with Irish people, New Yorker, and so on. So a little advice is always um, good to share the passion with others and, and remind, remember that you have other people that help. Yeah. 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 I think that's, a, that's amazing. What I picked up on this, this interview is that you said you you said that you're shy and you started <laughs> off as a, as a financial analyst, I think, at the beginning of this interview. And so those two uh, sort of components would not sort of have predicated like your like rise to sort of social media influencing and building communities so it it really shows to people that are a bit introverted that might think oh it's not really for me i think your story will really inspire them and mm -hmm. uh, and and what i love about it is your sense of community and that you recognize everyone and you respond to the intern up to the ceo of oracle larry ellison so it's it's very social as a story, and you know I'm I'm not just saying that because we're on uh, interview. It it really resonates, and and uh, you know I think it's great for anyone watching to sort of take that example and to apply it to their their own personal scenario. Mm. Yeah, I love it. And Dave's on. Hi, Dave. I know there's a delay, but we Dave Perry is on. He said, "Paying it forward, Ben. Love it. J'adore." There you go. Oh. My best French. Merci. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, if oh. Dave joined us, he, he could just be chatting to you in French. I, I won't attempt it because I will. I will make a fool out of myself. But uh, <laughs> but thank you so much, Ben. Thank you for sure. for speaking to us uh, yeah, about this. Uh, you know, it, it's really it's really inspiring. So yeah, it um, really enjoyed chatting to you. And for any of our listeners, you can get more resources uh, on Onlytic and Tribal's uh, website uh, under the resource section resources section we've got lots of other uh interview series over the past uh, year i think we've been doing for six, we? six and nine months or something like that sarah wow it's been going on, on a while yeah and do you know i really enjoy them because you get to pe meet people like you ben who mm -hmm. are sharing just how you do it and, and you know and it's it just sort of dispels the myth around building a brand on social and and but you're not doing it to build a brand you're building it to help others which is the core I'm sorry, I've got children coming in here right now. This is not going to end too well. So That's all right. <laughs> it was all That's coming all right. so well, wasn't it? And then <laughs> I just quick, quickly, um, uh, we just got a uh, just a quick question from uh, Sujatha, if I uh, pronounce your name correctly. It said, um, "Very inspiring, quite inspiring, Benjamin. How do you define professional boundaries in social media?" So I just wanted to ah. answer her question just before we go. Good question. Uh, professional boundaries. Um... I mean, I never got too much difficulties with people asking me for weird stuff on LinkedIn or, or Twitter. I will say professional boundaries. Yeah, it's uh, everything which is about your domain, what you are speaking about, data, AI, and everything else. Uh, I'm not against having someone asking if I can share a coffee to speak about a specific discussion or, or something else. 
uh, I think professional boundaries, it's really crossing the line if, uh, if something is a little bit fishy, but uh, I never had any issue on this side. So, yeah. Great. So, so there's not any sort of social media um, sort of guidelines or areas that you wouldn't go on social media. It's just a common sense, is it, to you and you get the freedom to, to, yes. to post what you want? Correct. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much again, Ben. I really enjoyed speaking to you and uh, good luck with the analytics leader community and uh, we'll continue to, to, to watch it grow. Absolutely. Perfect. I will watch you too. Thank you so much, Sarah and team. It was really excellent to speak to you. Oh, thanks, Ben. You take care now. <laughs> thank Great. you. Bye-bye.